State House of Representatives Adoption Task Force has been meeting over the interim months to come up with ways to streamline the adoption and foster care systems in Kentucky. Task Force Co-Chair Representative Joni Jenkins joined me in studio today to discuss the issues that have come for the group and what proposals could come up in a reform package. very interesting process. We've talked about a lot of things and brought a lot of people in to uh, give us their expertise. Right now in the state of Kentucky we have about over 8,000 kids that are in state custody and that's a variation of ages. And we are very concerned I think as a, as a group, as a legislature probably, and as a community about the number of children that linger mm -hmm. in state custody. Um, you know, lots and lots of reasons for that. Uh, and we've talked to the cabinet, we've talked to social workers, we've talked to foster parents, we've talked to foster kids, uh, we've talk, talked to private adoption agencies about what we could do to make sure that we balance the rights of biological families with the, what's in the best interest of the child. Right, right. because not all 8,000 of those children are necessarily up for adoption. I think the figure right. is somewhere around 1,700, yeah. a little over that, mm -hmm. uh, that are up for adoption here in Kentucky. But 8,000 is a, 8, is a giant a number. Lot. You know, I think the drug epidemic has really hit that mm -hmm. system as hard as it's hit criminal justice systems. Um, number one state in the nation for locking up parents. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we have, we have kids that... Um, trying to make the decision, are they better to wait for those biological parents to come back in the community, or is it better to go ahead and terminate rights and, and start them on a new life? Those uh, are really hard decisions. How, how do you legislate something like that? I mean, take us through some well, of the discussions that you all I, have. I have, yeah. I have said many times as we're in committee, and we, when we hear one situation, we've heard one situation. Right. That everything is so unique. and. Uh, you know, um, social workers, frontline folks will tell you there are some families that just need a little intervention. Mm -hmm. And they will work with those families, work with those children, and never see them again. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's, you know, that's a win-win. Anytime I think we can keep a, a child from going into state custody, that's a great win for us. And then a lot of mm -hmm. those children that will come through their doors and actually be part of the state, be, be taken into custody, will spend minimal time there and the parents will work their plan and again, may never see from, have any intervention with them again. Mm -hmm. But it's with those more difficult cases where um, parents for whatever reason, it could be, it could be addiction, could be mental health issues, mm -hmm just are not able to get their act together and those children sometimes will stay in state custody for way too long. Um, and I do think sometimes when they are placed with a good foster family, mm -hmm. um, our social workers, because they're so overworked and have such huge caseloads, those kids are safe. Right. And they may not get the same work on their case as children where, who are in dangerous situations and are on those um, uh, social workers minds all the time so you have that dynamic as well you have children whose parents rights have been terminated mm -hmm. and paperwork has started and they are uh, more than likely in the home that they're gonna it's gonna be their permanent forever home they're safe right and court systems get clogged up social workers get bogged down with other cases and we've heard from time and time again that that um, 
paperwork needed for mm -hmm. the legalization of that adoption will sit on desks for months and months and months. So is part of this com committee and, and task force looking at ways to, to simplify the paperwork process and also to speed up the judicial reviews? We, we've, we've talked to the ALC mm -hmm. and, and you'll know, talk to them about, you know, is it possible for court systems to set aside one day a month, two days a month just to do adoption procedures so that we can get that moving. Um, we've talked about setting some hard deadlines within that under the federal guidelines mm -hmm. um, before um, uh, TPR can be uh, determined, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, ter termination of parental rights can be determined, um, a child would have to be 15 months out of 22 months in state custody. Mm -hmm. Um, and there, we've been talking to the cabinet and talking to some of the frontline folks. You know, there are sometimes way before that 15 months, they know sure. it's just not going to work out. It's, mm -hmm. it's things are too dysfunctional. The abuse has been too. Thank goodness, those are not the majority of cases. But in those real cases where we know uh, that reunification is not going to be possible, is it possible to start? that process a little bit earlier okay. to, to get it moving faster so a child does not stay any longer in state custody than they have to. Mm. So we've talked about, you know, at three months if no no work has been started on the, if the parents haven't started working their plan after a certain amount of time, if it's three months or mm -hmm. six months, but not waiting to 15 months to start that process. Uh, there's also been some discussion uh, that, that we've been hearing about, mm -hmm. about uh, time frames, about mm -hmm. the time it takes to, to go through an adoption. And, and I've heard both sides of it at mm -hmm. this point. It takes too long, some people say, and others say, yeah. you know, the amount of training ought to be higher. It ought to be increased if you're going to be an adoptive parent, especially one with perhaps special needs. Right. Um, so where, where is the committee looking, the task force looking at these issues, and is there a way that, that they're leaning? As, as we look at this, as you said, mm -hmm. large number of, uh, of children that are looking at adoption in foster care. You know, I, in talking to Representative David Mead, who's the, the chair of the committee, we have talked about um, some some quick fixes that aren't sure. going to solve the, the the whole problem, but that we can look at. You know, one interesting thing is is there is a home study that has to be done, mm. and very often everything's ready for that adoption, but that home study hasn't been done. Are there ways that we can uh, move that up to get that going? Uh, right now, uh, a private agency that does foster care does a home study for foster care, but that's not going to be accepted for a state adoption. Is there a way to make all those things kind of uniform mm -hmm. to, to um, uh, speed up the process somewhat? Um, Trying to think of some of the other things that we've talked. We've talked about so many different things. Um, it's probably worth pointing out as you think about this that right now this group is really coming together and talking about all this stuff in an effort to put together a proposal. Uh, and I believe uh, Speaker Hoover called for this to be put together on the first of December right. or in December right. to present to the General so Assembly. We're, we're getting into crunch time right now, and I think we have one um, final meeting tomorrow on the seventeenth. And uh, we'll be hearing from Kentucky Youth Advocates and some foster children. And I think then the next month and a half, the committee will be looking at, you know, what's possible. Yeah. Uh, it is my hope that we have recommendations for the 2018 session, but we also have a set of recommendations that are uh, more long range, mm -hmm. things that can be done. And you can't do everything in 
Sure. Change a whole system in that period of time. It's interesting, though, because this, we're coming up on a budget session mm -hmm. that I would hope that we would make some budget recommendations um, for this. With, with the current court case mm -hmm. saying now the state is obligated to pay uh, relatives mm -hmm. for taking care of kids that have come into state custody, that's going to be a huge hit to the budget. Mm -hmm. um, but it is still cheaper to pay uh, relatives to take care of children than it is to put them in the foster care system. That's interesting. So kinship will be, I think, part of our mm -hmm. uh, discussions on recommendations, as well as um, technology mm -hmm. for our, our cabinet. Uh, so other states have um, invested into um, where every social worker carries an iPad and are able to download uh, all the information they're taking in. We're hearing over and over again that, that caseworkers are are overwhelmed with the amount of paperwork they have to do and they're staying late to do that. Mm -hmm. Whereas during downtime, like sitting for court, waiting for court to be right. called, they could be entering that in and then go into the office and download it. And I think um, there are some plans the cabinet is looking at, at that. So that could, that mm -hmm. could, those type things could help. You know, the bottom line is we have too many kids in state custody and too few people to look after them.